My name is Tom O'Leary, and this is the Time Academy Podcast. Today, we are talking about urgent versus important. This distinction goes to the heart of any discussion on time and productivity. The challenge, however, is clearly that urgency and importance are almost always subjective except perhaps where we are talking about some outside threat like a war or a storm or a flood, they're very much in the eye of the beholder. What I feel is important may seem like a waste of energy to someone else. Equally, what is urgent for you might not be for me. One quick rule of thumb for me is that urgent activities are often associated with the achievement of someone else's goals, whereas important activities often have an outcome that lead to the achievement of our own goals. So it can be helpful to be clear about know what's yours to do in the world and what is not. We all continually have situations across our lives in which others try to push their sense of urgency onto us. When that happens, I always ask myself, who or what is this urgent for? Who or what is this urgent for? This simply brings clarity as to whose agenda we're being asked to follow. Also, if the answer isn't, this is urgent for me, ask yourself what would motivate you to do it. You may feel you have no choice regardless if, for example, you're being asked by your boss or a major client, but that awareness can nevertheless be helpful in deciding whether or not to take action or to leave this to someone else. At the same time, we might not consider something urgent, but we may have a sense that it is somehow important. So how do we navigate the frontier between urgency and importance? Where does one start and the other finish? For me, the Eisenhower matrix is the first port of call. It is a great way of triaging when you feel absolutely overwhelmed. After a life managing major military operations, Dwight D. Eisenhower, 34th President of the United States, had an acute sense of what was urgent and what was important. He knew it was perfectly natural, particularly in times of crisis or busyness, to feel, and I quote, compelled to give our first attention to the urgent present rather than to the important future. Compelled to give our first attention to the urgent present rather than to the important future. And that was before the world filled up with email and mobile devices, which have created a much greater sense of urgency in daily life, with every ping sort of demanding immediate attention. So, to distinguish between importance and urgency, we are being asked to step back from the fray and, in a sense, say, it is important to stop for a moment, to decide what is important or urgent and what is not. You may well have seen The Matrix inspired by Eisenhower, If you haven't, there's a reference in the notes. In any case, the matrix is really simple. It has four quadrants consisting of important and urgent, important and not urgent, not important and urgent, and you've probably guessed it, not important and not urgent. The idea is that you note down all the tasks on your plate and place them in the appropriate quadrant. Different actions are then attached to each quadrant. So let's go through each one in turn. Quadrant one, important and urgent. These are activities that simply must be done by you, with pressing deadlines and consequences if left undone. The matrix would suggest you make sure these activities get done in a timely manner. Examples include important emails requiring replies, project deadlines, bid submission deadlines. At the same time, unless they are incredibly time sensitive, it can be helpful to chunk certain activities together to calm your day, so to speak. For example, replying to emails at set times during the day or every hour, rather than having your inbox open all the time. The same goes for returning calls or other activities. Quadrant two, important and not urgent. 
These are activities that will help you accomplish what you want, but they can be done from a place of calm. These are typically the tasks that add real value and and hold their importance over time. Examples include training, team building, strategic reflection, client prospecting. The suggestion here is that you schedule these activities for a later date. They are important, so block out the time they deserve so they aren't rushed. Quadrant three, not important and urgent. These are activities that need to be done, but not necessarily by you. They would ideally be handed over to someone with a more appropriate skill set. Examples include call scheduling, action item follow-up, event planning. It is just important when delegating that you do so in a way that works for you. Ask yourself, what status updates do I need? Then schedule those and forget about them. John will send me an update at 5pm on Friday. This avoids you continually checking in or calling meetings to see how things are going. Remember, these aren't important. These are the tasks that need to be done to keep the show on the road, but won't echo all that much over time. And finally, quadrant four, not important and not urgent. These are activities that somehow crept onto your to-do list, but aren't yours to do. They're basically activities that serve to distract you from more important work. You know, examples include tasks that are outside your job description or attending meetings where you have nothing to say. Just read the minutes. You know, we all have a ton of other mundane tasks that we're asked to do by our boss or partner or whoever. And the invitation here is simply to return them to sender whenever you can. You know, this may require a conversation to establish boundaries and set expectations, and that may feel uncomfortable. And yet, if we are to protect our energy and attention, those are the conversations we need to be having. Ultimately, protecting ourselves is critical. It helps if we are clear about our own big picture priorities and then create the processes within each day so we can work on them, no matter what else might be going on. Part of this also comes down to daily reflection as to what we are being called to do that particular day. So, in closing, the invitation is to carry these two questions with you. What is important for me today? What is urgent for me today? Thanks for listening to the Time Academy podcast. I hope this has offered you a slightly different perspective. If you find it helpful, please share. I'd also love to get your feedback and hear your story, so please feel free to email me.